Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another edition on Greek mythology. I have not been coming out with my podcast on Greek mythology as often as I want. It's because I've been busy with so many other projects. I've been working on getting my master's. I've been working on my cosmetic line with my daughter. And I have to start focusing on my book. So literally with everything plus work, you know. So with everything I have to do, I really do not have did not have time to come up with too many podcasts. And the reason, like the underlying reason, because everything else I can still working on them and still make podcasts on my downtown. However, the business is what was taking most of my time. You know, going in that business adventure with my daughter made me like realize and appreciate more be- people that do that have like bigger businesses and everything. And I wonder like, how do they do? Because we had the project, we had everything going on, but we never really went through with it. And finally, when we decided to went through, it's like it's like so many work, it's so much time consuming, like building. I mean, of course, we already had the website, but we had to, like, refine the website to match, like, the store and still have our podcast and online magazine and blog on that same website because I didn't want everything to be separate because at the end of the day, Zilly Talk, Zilly Pod, Zilly Magazine, Zilly Forum, Zilly Closet, which is, um, include the cosmetic line and everything, is all in one it's like a little franchise so i didn't want to have a separate although um they were encouraging me to have a separate website from my other project i'm like no they all tied together it's not like one doesn't come without the other so i think it's actually it should be like a little shopping mall it should be like while you li- while you shopping, you can have everything there. You can after you done shopping, like oh, let me read a magazine, like something, you know, make it like a little online mall. That's how I wanted to make it, and I had to work toward that to make sure that the website is well defined, like when you come, what you see, and everything, and you know, put something in a certain order. And believe it or not, this is very time consuming. And the thing is. Since that was my little baby, I was like, okay, I'm not going to pay somebody to build my website. I'm going to do everything myself. I built the website myself. I developed my app myself because if you go on the website, it gives you the option to download our app. So pretty much the app is an extension of the website. Everything you do on the app, you can do it on the website. Like we, um, the only thing uh, we have on the app we don't have on the website is the social media. You know how like Instagram and everything, you limited in what you can post. Like something they cannot take them down. Like pretty much our social media, you don't, you're not limited to what you can post. You can post anything you want. Don't care. This is you. This is a free country. Freedom of speech. You're free to say whatever you want. So we have that on our app. We had the we have the blog on our app, so you can read our blog while you're sitting at work and don't have to go on your browser necessarily to access that. We have our radi- our radio on our app, so you can listen to our online radio on our app. And we got a couple of show on it. We got a forum on our app. We got the Zilli magazine. The um, online, our online store is on the app as well. We you can book our services on the app. When I say services, is 
everything that I do, all the podcasts, radio show, and everything, I always want to invite people to participate. So this is a way if one day, like, somebody decided, hey, like, I want to participate in a podcast, but I don't want to have a podcast on my own. Like, you are welcome to contact me and, like, co-host with me one of the podcasts, you know? You can come with your own topic, your own story, whatever you want to talk about. We're going to, like, plan in and do it. And you have a little dictionary on there because in case you cannot access your browser and you can share the app and we have our page what we are about and everything. So it's like so many things to do like with us is we want to make sure that you never, never get tired with us. Anyway, let's go back to our purpose here today, which is talking about Greek mythology. The first Greek god that I'm goddess or god that I'm gonna talk about today is probably somebody that you is probably a god. Sorry, that you're familiar with. You're probably wearing the god shoes while I'm talking to you right now. Nike. Probably got a Nike shoes while while you're listening to me right now. But you did not know that it is a Greek goddess. And the thing is about Nike, when you go on the um. On Google, for example, trying to Google Nike, d- she doesn't come up. You have to Google Nike in Greek mythology in order for anything to come up within like that mythology. So I find it very interesting how they are able to commercialize and trademark something that is like I will consider it public property. You know, if you are Greek, if you are God or something, I think consider you public property. They shouldn't allow you to trademark anything. And it's like a lot of people are wearing Nike shoes and everything. They just think Nike is the name when Nike is more than a name. It's a world culture. So let me tell you about Nike. In Greek mythology, Nike was the goddess of speed, strength, and victory. Also known as a winged goddess, Nike is most often pictured as having wings. And she was um, apparently the daughter, the child of a titan named Pelas. P-A-L-L-A-S. I got an accent, so I'll make sure that when I say something, I'm not sure about the spelling that I spell it. I'm not sure about the pronunciation I spell it for you. Ancient Greek worship Nike because they believe she could make them... like immortal and was able to grant to human strength and speed needed to be victorious in any task that they undertook so it's like nike is the god of victory speed and everything and i totally see where the nike brand take it you know it's like that's the perfect um image for a for a sport thing for a sport shoes you know and nike ally herself with the chief Greek god Zeus during the great Titanomachy conflict. During this event, she functioned as his chief charioter. Nike's reward for doing this was that Zeus promised to keep her near him and to protect her forever. She is often seen seated beside Zeus on Mount Olympus. In woman mythology, Nike was known as Victoria, which actually happened to be my middle name. After Greece fell to the woman, and um, after uh, she became Victoria, after Greece pretty much fell in the to the woman empire, she appeared with Zeus on status in places such as temple and Zeus in Attica, and on the west portico of the temple of Athena in Athens. As you can see, like. 
Zo- um, Nike is a big part of Greek mythology because if you're familiar with my little Greek podcast, you will know that I, uh, I think that was my second podcast um, about the Titanomachy, the war of 10 years that went between the Titan and the Olympians where Zeus fought the Titan and everything with everybody else that he was about to. So Nike obviously play a huge part in leading Olympians to victory. When Nike appeared alone, she always had wings and spotted a palm branch in her right hand. If she was seen with another god, Nike was always wingless. According to many accounts, Nike is portrayed without wings in Athens so that she could never fly away from their city. I mean, very cute <laughs> that they portray her without um, the wings so she won't fly away. Now, let's see how Nike relates to the modern world. As I say, Nike is the most commercialized Greek god. Greek goddess and the funny thing is a lot of people don't know about that a lot of people as I said wearing Nikes and don't know where it's come from it's like me I like knowing what, what what's going on behind the scene and if I'm wearing something like for example I'm always making research about what's going on like things that I'm like oh people don't know about that you know for example my in my show like i know that's a i'm happy on a bunny chair right now i got a show on my radio called the artist where i choose an artist talk about the artist with an extensive biography about the artist and yesterday i was talking about Nicki minaj and i found out that Nicki never won a grammy like i'm like i didn't know that and i'm a fucking big fan how did i not know that my biggest artist did not win a, uh, any Grammys. She, of course, she had a lot of Grammy nomination, but as far as winning a, a Grammy, she did not. And as a fan, it's like I'm ashamed of myself. I'm like, how oh, I'm gonna call myself a fan when I did not know such vital information? But pretty much that's my that's my thing. Like making research about things that interest me to see, okay, where they come from, where they going, you know. And I think Greek mythology. We use the name, the image, and everything a lot in our today's world. But because we're so focused on other things, we never take the time to appreciate like the story behind what we have. So, how Nike relates to the modern world. Regardless of whether it is 2017 or 250 before Christ, Mankind has equated success and triumph with being regarded as number one in some pursuit, whether in the sport card or in our career. Since 1928, Olympic medals has spotted Nike on the obverse side, bearing her wreath and victory in the shield upon which the victor's name is inscribed. So they use it in the Olympic medals. A portion of the hood ornament on all walls, walls, the car, include a depiction of Nike. Honda motorcycle use a symbol of Nike as part of the company logo. Nike has been the symbol used since 1945 by America's anti-aircraft missile system. Titles of her often include a liar, which I don't know why the earth titles include a liar, or kitara, used to celebrate a victory with song and dance. Because Ni- um, Nike is not the principal god with the liar. The liar is, I think, uh, is for 
God damn it, I forgot the name of the God. But it's from another God. But it's not um for Nike really, but I think that's very real. Anyway. In keeping with Zeus' promise to make Nike to live forever as a goddess of speed, strength, and victory, people of all ages have the opportunity to wear Nike shoes. As proof of the power of Nike, many sports stores maintain their all-day socks to Nike shoes. 30% of sh- um, sport footwear sales belong to Nike. For example, Michael Jordan is said to have made more money from his Nike endorsement than all of his manufacturing labor force. Headquarters in Oregon, Nike wo- has been the leader in the world of sport equipment and apparel since 1978 and is estimated to employ four. 44,000 workers around the globe. The name Nike was chosen by company founders because of her attribute to speed and victory, as I said before. So, this is to show you how Greek mythology, even, uh, I mean, it's not a big, big part of our today's life, but things that we use every day got a story behind them. I do have Nike shoes, however, I don't wear them because everybody is different when it comes to sport. And I, when I run with Nike shoes, I got my chance plan. Like, I will come back. I will need to go to physical therapy. Like, the last time I used a Nike shoe, I had to go to physical therapy for weeks. And the thing is, everybody, like, need different. I'm not saying that Nike shoes are bad or anything. I'm just saying that everybody needs different type of um support depend on what sport that they need and depend on your body and find out that my body like need a different type of shoes where p- some other people run in nike and doesn't have that problem so everybody got their own way to go by things and that's when i started to have issue with my nike shoes so that's when i decided to make research and that's how i find out as well about like oh nike was a greek goddess and everything which was very interesting to know but as I said, a lot of things that you were using every day, cars, um, shoes, and everything, they have a story behind them. And the whole thing is find out what that story is about. So now, we're going to talk about another Greek god. I know this is, somebo- this is somebody that you also know because it is part of, Maybe things that you use every day. Not not using every day because they're pretty expensive actually. But it's like you should be pretty familiar with what I'm going to talk about. <coughs> Sorry. The Greek god that I'm going to talk about name is Hermes. I'm pretty sure you're familiar with Hermes. Hermes was the Greek god of commerce. Son of Zeus and Mahia. Quick acting and cunning, he was able to move swiftly between the world of men and the world of God, acting as a messenger of the God and the link between mortals and the Olympian. He was the protector of travelers, thieves, and athletes. He occasionally tricked the other God for his own amusement or in an effort to protect humans. With the ability to move freely between worlds, he also served as the guide of the soul of the dead to the underworld and the afterlife. When Hermes was born, he jumped out of his crib, stole Apollo's cattle, and then went back to his crib playing innocent. 
However, Apollo figured it out, grabbed Hermes, and went to Zeus to complain. The father of God simply laughed and didn't punish Hermes. To apologize, Hermes gave Apollo the lyre which he had just invented. Actually, as I said, the lyre is more... That's the name, Apollo. The lyre is the picture of Apollo. Is um how this is linked to apollo the lyre is not really linked to nike so that's why when they say that nike had a liar like in some when they depict her sometimes i'm like i don't think that i mean maybe it's uh, just a liar but the liar is mostly linked to apollo that was his thing that was given to him by not by hermes actually be after stealing anyway hermes happier and many other meat and the odyssey Odysseus was instructed by the god to chew a magic herb which with which he would be able to avoid circus power and not be transformed to animal like his companions. In the myth of Pandora, when the god provided a treat to her, Hermes gave her the ability to lie and seduce with her words. So, as you can see, Hermes was like, I will call him the god of trickery. Because that's why he apparently was good at. But you didn't know, like, probably a lot of you think that Hermes was just like a fancy, expensive, like, accessories brand. When it's not. Fact about Hermes. I already said that she was, um, he was the son of Zeus and Maya. He primarily served as the herald of messenger of the god. Hermes was the god of shepherd, land travelers, literature, theft, and all those w nice and interesting things about him. Hermes is most often presented as a graceful youth wearing a winged hat and winged sandals. This is how he appeared to Perseus when an Athena arrived to help the hero kill Medusa. Hermes was considered a trickster, as I say, due to, due to his cunning and clever personality. Hermes was born in a cave on a mountain in Arcadia. He was conceived and born within the course of one day. Of course, the god, you know. The tortoise is the symbol of Hermes. Hem Hermes freed one of Zeus' lovers from the giant Hogus. Hermes talked the nymph Calypso into releasing Odysseus. Hermes played a part in the infamous love story of Orpheus and Herides. After Herides is granted one day on earth with her husband, it is Hermes who escorts her back to the underworld. He was the patron of thieves, as I said. One on the day of his birth, Hermes stole kettles from Apollo, as I said before. So as you see, like a lot of things that you think were part of your like everyday life do have a story behind them. Because I did not know about Hermes until I started getting interested in Greek mythology. I just thought Hermes was like that fancy expensive brain that okay people wear which people wear but it's not he got a story behind it just like nike and everything so which is very interesting now the other greek metal um greek god we're gonna talk about i just mentioned the name calypso calypso is a figure from greek mythology that has very unclear origin while it's not completely clear exactly who or what she is she is perhaps most famous for Sorry, her war in Homer's Odyssey. 
Her role in that tale composes one of the more important movements in the book and is her biggest appearance in mythology. Who is Calypso? Calypso's origins are very confusing in Greek mythology. According to Homer, Calypso was a nymph, a kind of minor female goddess that is deeply connected to specific place. In his account of her past, she is the daughter of the Titan Atlas and she takes order directly from the Olympian god. According to Hesoid, Calypso is the daughter of Thetis and Oceanus. In his telling, she is one of the Oceanid, a kind of Cenef. There is some discussion at who is she from. So really like... I'm reading it, but nobody knows what Calypso from. And I try to make more research about like who is she, where is she from, and everything. Is like we cannot find who she is. She all we know is like just a nymph. And I feel like as part of Greek mythology, if I'm gonna talk about Greek mythology, I should even talk about the not more like not too much important factors, which is the nymph because apparently they were they were part of greek mythology they play part in certain greek history and i'm sorry that i was not, not able to find too much to say about calypso but you probably gonna hear her in future podcasts and i like talking about the gods in case like when i come up with a story or a war or something about greek mythology so you can be familiar like okay that's the name that she was talking about, but we're not sure where she's from. But she played a couple of roles in Greek mythology. So apparently she fell in love as well with Odysseus, much as Greek God tended to do with Greek women. She used her power to enchant him as she wove, keeping under her spell for most of the time he was on the island. While Odysseus may have wanted to go home, he certainly didn't make much of an effort to live on his own. So as you can see, she can like cover people with spell to stay with her and everything. So that's all we're gonna know today about Calypso. Anyway, I think that's all I have for you today. Today we talk about Nike that you probably didn't know about. Now when you are in your Nike, you should think about like Greek mythology. And if you want, you can go make your own research about Nike as well. Everything is online. It's not like I'm not inventing the real wheel or anything. And I'm like, hey, like the reason why I even do the podcast about Greek mythology is because some people do not like to read. Like they prefer like to listen it to like while they're doing something. So there we go you know n- all about nike now and if you want to have more information about nike you can always read about it same thing with hermes as i said ms is not only the fancy expensive brand it's also a greek god and you also did not learn too much about the nymph calypso but all you know is like she was a nymph and she seduced the god odysseus so at least you know something about that so in future podcasts when i talk about calypso and as part of a story or something you won't be who is calypso exactly because i talk about a lot of god and if you keep up with my thing when i say a god you will say oh like i got a kind of an i kind of already have an idea who is he related to what does he do and everything so that's why i talk about calypso although i didn't have too much to say about her nor did i find too much to say about her online 
anyway so that's all i had for you today i hope you enjoy our little segment on greek mythology I know my accent very often make it hard when I'm reading things to understand me. And that's why I like when I'm done reading, I talk about it to give you at least so you can get the bigger picture. And I'm going to go back to my studies now because I still got a master to get in my business. You can always visit our website is www.zillytalk.com. And you're going to find everything on our website. Or you can follow us on social media. Um, Zilly Talk. And if you want to follow our cosmetic line to see our most recent project that come out is Zilly underscore cosmetic. And, or you can Google us and go from there. I hope that you enjoy our podcast. And if you want to participate, as I said, just let us know. Email us. And we can like do something together we can do project together we can do podcast and i think doing podcast is really fun and until you do one podcast with me you will say like oh my god i really enjoy doing this so that's why i'm always encouraging people to come participate in my podcast but well so far uh, i there are some people like that i talk to they say that yeah but i'm kind of scared i don't know how i'm, how I'm gonna sound on the radio i'm like listen take me as an example i have a fucking accent if i was like worried about how i'm gonna sound i wouldn't do the podcast because i'm like a lot of people barely understand me when i'm talking to them face to face i'm not pretty sure that they're gonna understand me through a radio but well i still went and run with it and by the way i'm proud to say that i'm the first haitian woman with a makeup line like if you go to Haiti, we don't have any haitian makeup blind and i'm the first one to do it so it's like you just have to believe in your dream okay you just have to go out there and get what you need so please today go out there and get what you need and if you want to participate in my podcast you are welcome to do so because i'm always empowering people to chase the dream don't let the dream follow you without catching it no you need to chase it and catch it yourself anyway have a good day everybody and i hope to come back with better and greater podcasts for you and stay tuned